Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Your hosts for this program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see the church come into its fullness and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as their Messiah, Savior of the world, and the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. And if you haven't been with us earlier in the week, you know that we're talking about a subject and we entitle it, Obedience that opens the door to miracles. And we want to say at the outset that being obedient is not just to see miracles happen. Being obedient is a is an outflow of our life because we've accepted the Lord as our Messiah. He's our King. He's our Master. He's our Lord. And we do it because we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And we want to fulfill His destiny for us by living by His will his word, and his way. And we need to be careful, Junie, as we've said in prior mornings, and it needs repeating today, that miracles need to be discerned, whether they're coming from God or from evil forces, because there's warnings about the end days. For example, in Matthew 24, 24, we read these words, For false messiahs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. That's a very strong warning that we have. There's another one in the New Testament, Shelley. 2 Thessalonians 2.9 The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And as we've said in previous mornings, Junie, it's important to be able to discern this. And we see that the discernment is co- is going to come about when we're intimate with the Lord, when we know His Word, when the Word is the implanted Word, and we have already begun to live by the will of God. Knowing His will, knowing God's heart, is one of the greatest preventions uh, of, of deception. We need to be guarded. We need to be so caught up in the things of God that when something outside of the Spirit of God comes to us, we'll be able to discern and not follow that and not be deceived by these false wonders. You know, Junie, man has the tendency to look for miracles, but God's heart is to seek obedience out of our lives. And if miracles come, bless the Lord. But obedience is obedience because we love the Lord and want to follow Him. And I think, Shelley, what is missing from the preaching of the gospel in the West is the cross. And we see that that was Jesus's greatest moment because that's what he came to fulfill, Shelley, Isaiah 53, Psalm 22, 
and many other references to the suffering servant. And he himself in the flesh sweat blood at the Garden of Gethsemane when he needed to face the very thing that God called him to do. He was God himself as well as the Son of Man. And there in the garden he sweat blood when it came time for him to take the cup of suffering. And he said to the Father, If it be possible, let this cup pass by me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. So we really see the will of God is so important because the greatest miracle this world has ever seen was the death and the resurrection of our Messiah. Amen. And you know, Junie, what greater example is there of Jesus' obedience to the word of the Father? And that obedience has brought miracles. Every born-again believer who truly knows the Lord is the recipient of Jesus' obedience. And because he obeyed the Father, because when he, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done, we have become the the product of that obedience. Each one of us is a miracle because Jesus obeyed the word of his Father. And over the past two days, we've been looking at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, where we saw that the fishermen, led by Peter, fished all night and caught nothing. And then Jesus told them to launch out into the deep to, to for a great catch. And of course, this went against everything natural in Peter. He was a professional fisherman. But when he said, nevertheless, by your word, we'll let down the net. And we read yesterday about the great miracle, the great catch of fish, that the nets were almost breaking because of the huge amount of fish. Again, it was Peter's obedience that opened the door to the miracle of the catch. And as we saw, Peter, John, and James left their boats and followed Jesus. And it wasn't because of the miracle of the catch, but it was obedience to the word of God. And Jesus said, Jesus let them know that they will become fishers of men and not just fishers of fish. So obedience opens the door to a supernatural intervention by God. And Junie, let's go. And we've said yesterday also, I remember the verse from Psalm 107, that the wonders of God are found in the deep waters. And God is calling us to come deeper into him, to live a life of obedience, when we'll see the divine intervention of God. There's another story that we probably are well aware of, Junie, and it's found in the book of Joshua. So if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Joshua chapter 3, and we're going to pick up the story beginning at verse 9. This, of course, is the people of Israel crossing the Jordan. Joshua 3, 9. Then Joshua said to the sons of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. Let me point out something we pointed out on Monday. The word here in Hebrew, Shema, is the same word for obedience. So in other words, when we hear something, it requires obedience. And actually, Juni, the word for obey in Greek is hupakuo. And that means to listen attentively and to obey. So when we hear something... God expects us to obey it, and that will open the door to God's intervention. Verse 9 in Joshua 3, Then Joshua said to the sons of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will assuredly dispossess from before you the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Hivite, the Perizzite, 
the Girgashite, the Ammonite, and the Jebusite. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing overhead of you into the Jordan. Now then, take for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man for each tribe. And it shall come about, when the soles of the feet of the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, and the waters which are flowing down from above shall stand in one heap. So it came about when the people set out from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And when those who carried the Ark came into the Jordan, and the feet of the priests carrying the Ark were dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks all the days of harvest, that the waters which were flowing down from above stood and rose up in one heap a great distance away at Adam, the city that is beside Zeratan, and those which were flowing down toward the Sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off, so the people crossed opposite Jericho. And the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel crossed on dry ground until all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan. You know, Junie, we read these words, and we say, yeah, that's what happened. But it was a miracle. And I wonder what went through the minds of the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. All they had to do, according to verse 13, was they shall rest in the waters of the... In other words, the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord shall rest in the waters of the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, and the waters which are flowing down from there shall stand in one heap. All they had to do was put the soles of their feet in the water. Did they think it would really happen? And remember, as the word says, it was harvest season, and it's at that time of the year when the Jordan River overflows its banks. So in the natural, it was, it was an unbelievable uh, word that God gave to the people. And yet, there was obedience, which opened the door for the miracle once again. Junie, I pray that we could all come to the point where we put our understanding aside and just live here and obey the word of God so God can intervene in miraculous ways. And we see, Shelley, it was the Lord who spoke to Joshua, and Joshua who commanded the people to do what the Lord says. And in Hebrew, Joshua is Yeshua. Yes. And in English, or in Greek, his name is Jesus. And today, Shelley, Jesus commands us, and we need to obey yes, his word. Lord. And so we see the end of the matter of the crossing of the Jordan in chapter 4, verses 15, 16, 17, and 18. Now the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests who carry the ark of the testimony that they come up from the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, saying, Come up from the Jordan. It came about when the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the middle of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up to the dry ground, that the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and went over all the banks as before. And you know, Shelley, as I was reading this, what came to me was, the Lord says... And so it will be. 
And yes. so Joshua knew in the Torah when the Lord said, let there be light, and there was light. We need to know that God's word is true. Thank you, Lord. From Genesis all the way through to Revelation. And you know, Shelley, a lot of what is written has not happened yet. And I really believe in these last days, it's for us to be obedient to the Lord, that we might see his intervention for us, that he cares for us, and he will supply for us exactly what we need. Because here the priests were carrying the ark of God. Yes, Lord. And God made a way for that ark to be crossed over the Jordan. And we carry the life of God in us. And God will make a way for us, too, to be with him in heaven and to fulfill all that he has for us in the earth. So we need to remember that obedience opens up the door for God's intervention for his miracles. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and the power of your word. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray that for Junie and I and for those who are our listeners, we would put aside our thinking and hear and obey every word that God speaks to us in the written word and through a communication with our living God, that we would hear, we would obey, we would be doers of the word and not merely hearers and allow you to come with divine intervention to glorify your name. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. For Zion's sake. On behalf of For Zion's Sake, thank you for joining us today. If you would like to contact Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. Until next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.